welcome to Real Talk for Real Teachers. My name is Julie Ruffo, and I'm the lead content specialist for Conscious Discipline. I've helped produce many of our products, and I've assisted Dr. Bailey in writing her best-selling books and curriculums for more than two decades. My husband is a high school teacher and a Conscious Discipline certified instructor, and we're raising our girls with Conscious Discipline with all the beautiful oopses and growth that comes with that parenting journey. For those of you who may be new to Conscious Discipline, Conscious Discipline is a trauma-responsive, brain-based, and evidence-backed approach. It provides a pathway to resiliency, sustainable change, and educational equity by integrating adult-first discipline, school culture, and social and emotional learning within a single methodology. Through Conscious Discipline, adults are empowered to perceive conflict and discipline in a way that leads them to model the behaviors they want children to develop, while also teaching children the problem-solving and social-emotional skills they need for lifelong success. In today's episode of Real Talk for Real Teachers, we've got a special treat. Mr. Chaz of TikTok fame is joining us. Mr. Chaz recently did his educational razzle-dazzle as a keynote speaker on breakout day at the Conscious Discipline Institute, Session A. During the Institute, Dr. Bailey and Mr. Chaz spent a good chunk of time together exploring all the ways their life's purposes align and talking about ways to better serve our nation's children, parents, and educators. In case you're not familiar with Mr. Chaz, he's an educational specialist in the Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. area. And he has a pretty sizable social media presence on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, where he applies his special brand of action, humor, charisma, and insight to common parenting, discipline, and educational topics. Let's join Dr. Bailey and Mr. Chaz, and I'll be back to share more with you after their conversation. Hey everyone, welcome and join me in a conversation with Mr. Chaz. So let me just say, we've got uh, 200,000, 250, what do you got? 220,000 on TikTok, 100, tell me. 220,000 um, 220, on TikTok, 150,000 on uh, Instagram. I have... And I don't know how many people follow me on Facebook. Well, anyway, he is a uh, up-and-coming virtual phenom here. Uh, uh, and so uh, I've listened to a couple of them myself. I know other people who are following him. And I just thought it would be wonderful to sit down and, and have a chat. So tell me, how did you, what inspired you to get into this uh, to start this uh, virtual expression of yourself. Yeah, so um, started out as a Montessori teacher. Um, from being a Montessori teacher, I struggled at first, but learned, I grew, became better. Teachers started to ask me for suggestions. I started to casually give suggestions, ideas, and advice, and they were like, wow, like that changed my entire day. Like, I need more of that. Um, and I started to realize as fulfilling as it was to impact the 20 children in my classroom, that I could have an exponential impact um, if, I could, if I could help teachers and support teachers. And so I became an educational specialist, teaching teachers to teach, right? So fast forward, pandemic happens, children go home, you know, teachers go home, and I still had this itch that I need to scratch to help um, adults, to help people um, understand children and help them and guide them. Um, and 
if anyone listened to this. I don't know how long in the future you're listening to this, but you know, parents became the everything for children 24-7. Yes. Um, And I started to really see through social media how much of a, you know, different challenges that they were having. And I felt like I had some, you know, I I had something to give there. And so I started to create uh, TikTok videos. And I chose TikTok because the culture there just seemed really, like, fun. And my goal was, like, I wanted to create content that was enjoyable to consume. But also, by the end of the video, you felt like you've got something out of it. You've learned. Your perspective has grown a little bit. You have a new tool in your tool belt. Um, And so I started making the videos. It blew up on TikTok, blew up on Instagram. And it's just really been growing and growing from there. And I remember at one point during the pandemic, because I had stopped working, most of our schools stayed open, but because of personal reasons, because of you know, family members, you know, passing away. And I decided to take some time to myself. And I remember spending hours and hours on the day on TikTok Live, just answering questions, um, really until like, I realized until my needs were screaming at me, I was hungry or I needed to get up, I needed to do something else. Um, And so it's really just grown from there, and now I'm here talking to you. And that is so (laughs) phenomenal. And you're spending a week here with us at Conscious Discipline, giving us a keynote on Thursday. So uh, that's exciting for us. Uh, I was so impressed with uh, the way you deliver it. I mean, just like you said, I mean, first of all, you got the passion, you got the charisma, but you have this way of of making it fun, making it understandable, and you do leave with a with a tool. So, how are you experiencing then? Because we're very much in a line. Because I I listen to you. So, how are you experiencing this week with conscious discipline? Oh man, I love it. I feel like it's like another home that I found in in conscious discipline. So much aligns with what I believe. Even some of the, you know, analogies that you use, I'm like, oh man, like I thought I made that up, (laughs) but clearly not. Um, And you deliver it so well. Um, And so I'm, I feel very much at home here and I'm taking it all in. And I know this isn't gonna be my last time at a conference. I'm sharing it on my Instagram stories and people are like, wow, yeah, this is very aligned with what you talk about. So I, I'm, I'm loving it. So if you could, so in, in, you were talking to me earlier about see, guide, and trust. Yeah. Speak to me about see, guide, and trust. Yeah, so that is my vision for the world. Like my goal, and people ask me like, well, what's you know, the goal of your account or what, you, what, what, you know, what you're doing? And I would say it's to help adults, not just parents, not just teachers, not just nannies, adults in general, to help adults truly see children, truly see children, right? And my belief is that, you know, when when we see children and they feel seen, it's, it's illuminating, right? We are right now, a lot of what you know, adults, parents, teachers do, or it's kind of trying to guide children in the dark, right? And then once they feel seen, children are a lot more willing to 
reach out to us, to reach out to our hand. And when we see them, we're a lot more able to actually reach out to them as opposed to just kind of going like this <laughs> and hoping that they grab our hand. Feeling around in that dark. Grab my hand. hand. And then yeah. yelling when, <laughs> you know, when they yeah. don't grab our hand and we know we aren't able to guide them um, in those moments. So it's the being able to see, guide, and the trust is that third part of because there's so much, a lot of times there's so much fear and anxiety that we have around, you know, decisions that we're making um, and to be able to trust the process and be able to trust children that they are really doing their best with the skills that they have um, in that moment, um, to really be able to trust that um, instead of having this kind of negative view about their intentions or them yeah. as people. What they should be doing or right. what they should know to do and right. all this other stuff. 100%. So that's, that's the C, guide, trust. Um, and that's my vision to help adults see, guide, and trust children across the world. Well, that's good. I'm glad you didn't keep it small. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, uh, what, are, what are your next steps, you think? I mean, uh, you're here with us for a week. Uh, you're going back to um, what's your, yeah, Virginia. So what's the next steps for you? So I am really so yeah, that's the big vision and finding my way there. Uh, it's I want to use media. Um, I think media is really powerful right now. And that's my big focus. Mm -hmm. um, I love doing the conferences and the in-person things. Like that's I that's where like the energy in the room. I love it. I'm really passionate about that. And you know, hopefully, you know, the media stuff will take me into those rooms to really impact people, maybe a little bit more personally than I can through a TikTok video or through a podcast. Um, but to create media that is able to reach, that is far-reaching, that is reaching people at different places of their life where they're able, maybe they feel seen, right? Because it's not about just you know, a lot of times to get to the adult, to get to the, to, to see the child, we have to see the adult first, right? They have to feel seen, right? And so hope, so through the media, through TikTok, through Instagram, through podcasts, through whatever other media, videos, DVDs, Netflix shows, who knows? There you um, go. There you go. <laughs> now we're talking. That I will... Uh, be able to continue reaching people and we'll kind of see where things go. So where do you think, if you think back into maybe your own early childhood or your upbringing, uh, when did you know this was uh, yours to do? I mean, were there seeds or beginnings or those touch points in your life that kind of sparked you and, and how would you step it? And, and as you're telling about that, I think other people could kind of trace their own touch points into how do I live my passion? So, yeah. so you know, it, well, for me, it wasn't one of those things where it was, when I grow up, I want to be a teacher. Yeah. Um, and part of that was I didn't have um, a bunch of positive experiences with school. Um, so I really didn't even know this has kind of been just a continuous journey of me trying to discover myself and discover what my passions were because I was 
not being pushed in this direction, right? I was being pushed into the, you know, the, you know, you need the white picket fence and the, the, the comfortable government or corporate job. And so that's where I was being pushed. And, you know, the idea of being comfortable and, and having money and working for the government where it's kind of hard to get fired, like, sounded pretty good. But it wasn't something that I was passionate about. Um, but when I started to work with children, it wasn't until I was in the room with children and working with them that I started to discover how passionate I was about it and reflect on my school experiences. And I had some, I did have some, definitely some good teachers um, that I reflected on, especially in those early days, like, man, I wanna be like this teacher. I wanna, like, I remember when I felt seen and this person did that thing. Uh, I wanna create that for um, another, I'll tell you a story. Okay, good. Um, yeah. I went to a private school for most of my life. Um, and I didn't want to, going into my freshman year, I went to public school, a public high school. Um, and then my parents were like, hey, you need to be in, you need to go back to private school. But I was like, I don't want to go to private school. I want to. Like, I want to be around my friends and I want to be like, I want to experience, you know, this public school experience. But I, so I had to go to summer school to pass a math class so that I could get into private school. So I had a master plan, right? Yeah. Easy. Fail the math class. <clears throat> Easy money for me. I've been struggling not to fail my entire life. So just fail the math class. And I can continue doing, going to public school yeah. like I want it, yeah. right? And that's out, of, that's out of my parents' control. Look, they, they, they don't have that power over me, right? So I go to summer school, and I had a teacher that was so passionate about, it was different from any other math teacher that I ever had. And I'm going in there, I'm like, I hate math, I hate math, I hate math, I hate math, I, I'm bad at math, I suck at math. I'm not good at math. These are the stories I'm telling myself. And she taught in such a way to really help me understand in a way that I could really receive it. And I also remember feeling, again, seen by her. Understood, having conversations with this teacher. Like I never talked to a teacher before about, you know, what was anything like at home or like my struggles or, you know, I just, they were, they were them and I was me and we were disconnected. You try to get me to learn and I resist it and maybe I learned just barely past and that was the relationship. But this was completely different. She foiled your plan, didn't she? A hundred percent. And I remember taking the test, the final test, and I was doing the answers like, okay, I've been doing pretty good here, but I can just fail this and then I can still fail the class. Like, I can still fail the class. So I'm doing, I'm doing the answers, I'm like, okay, I know this answer, okay, that's weird. Know this answer, okay. All right, this is, and then I had the strangest feeling that I've never had while doing, while being in a math room. I was enjoying the process of actually doing the math. Oh, wow. And getting the right answer. Um, and I think that's one of the light bulb moments. And yes. Long, so, and to end the story, I passed the class, I ended up going to the private school and ended up getting a teacher who was like 
the opposite <laughs> was kind of that it was more like the uh, math teacher that I had in the past yeah. and but that lesson stuck that it's not it may not have always been that it, maybe it wasn't always math yeah. maybe it had something to do with the teacher the person who in the room right um and that lesson stuck with me um, and so I wanted to be one of the things like as I was learning and growing and didn't necessarily have all the skills, but I still wanted to be that teacher for whatever child yeah. was I was with that could be that I could see them, they could feel seen, and I could also teach them in a way where they can actually receive it, the way that they like to learn and they the way that they can learn. Um, and so that was one of the lessons that really stuck with me that and, and you know and that's what we say in the in conscious discipline that, that these relationships are the cradle of all learning yeah. whether you love math hate math can receive math yeah. uh, and also in that relationship that attunement that ability to, to see and to see the best way that information could uh, resonate with you and how it's gonna become part of you I think a lot of people passionate like you uh, have somebody back there that uh, touched them in such a way that think, man, if everybody could feel this, yeah. if everybody could t get rid of some of those stories in their head yeah. and see things a little bit differently that, you know, that the world starts to open up in a big, big way. Um, did, so with this growth and passion and, 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 and continuing to, to spread this message, and I can see that you have a giant heart uh, for humanity, a giant heart, not just for uh, children, but for all of, all of us, uh, that there, there is a better way, and all we gotta do is kind of grow into ourselves and, and, and share it with others. Um, is there, if you could talk, hopefully we're talking to a, a lot of folks here, if you could say like one or two things that, that really are, are, are like a, a core suggestion you would offer to others, uh, what would those couple things be? Yeah, the biggest thing I would say is don't be a perfectionist, be an improvenist. The goal isn't to be perfect every day, the goal is to improve a little every day. And I think so many times, with learning a new way, with trying to improve in really any area of life that we get so bogged down with where we're not at yet mm -hmm. that it slows us, it weighs us down from actually moving towards that goal. It becomes the anchor of our progress. Um, and we're just, because we're like, I'm not perfect, I didn't do it right, and we become paralyzed in that. Um, and so to have that improvement mindset, and you see it from children very young to adults very old, that child who, you know, spills the milk, right? And is paralyzed in fear. And I've seen the change happen in children every year working in a Montessori classroom. Because the big thing was, hey, teach them the practical life skills. And so we would do family style dining and they'd be pouring their own milk. And inevitably, the there'd be spills, right? And there'd yeah. always be one or two children at the beginning of the year who'd be paralyzed and be like, oh, and did not know what to, what to do with that milk 
when the milk spilled to the point where you're so paralyzed, you know how the liquid is slowly yes. getting <laughs> over to the, to the lap it is where it's gonna be a, a bigger problem and they're so paralyzed that they can't even get out the way, right? Let alone solve the problem. Um, but over, just through the way that I would respond to it over time, you would see the spill would happen and that paralyze, even that initial reaction, you know, maybe there's a little bit of like, ooh, and then like that, they're going to get the paper towels and cleaning up and you're seeing, you know, the, their friends and the people at the table doing the same thing and helping them. Um, so the biggest thing I would say is, you know, don't be a perfectionist, be an improvenist because otherwise, if, if you're in the perfectionist mindset, you're gonna be like that child who spilled the milk you know, metaphorically, whether it's messing up or yelling when, you, you know, you know to tap into the calm and breathe into the mantras and do all this yelling or all the things that you didn't do right, that's, that's the spilled milk, right? Give yourself grace, you know, remember the process. It's okay to make mistakes. It's important to make mistakes. Um, you know, it's an opportunity for learning. And so be an improvenist, not a perfectionist. And... I think that is, you know, most people don't understand that perfectionism is uh, one of the symptoms of trauma. Mm. So for people who have experienced a lot of trauma, one avenue to go, one way to uh, uh, accommodate that experience is and adapt from it yeah. is if I can be a perfectionist, then I can defend against any rejection. Yeah. You know, so I'm really defending against rejection. Mm. So I'm going to be perfect so no one will reject me. Yeah. Uh, based on some past things. And, yeah. And I think it's important when you're being improvingist, as you say, I love your word, uh, that it, it, it pulls it out. It's nothing to do with someone, yourself, or another person rejecting you. It's about you taking baby steps to being who you need to become or who you're meant to become. Your inner self is just growing up to be a radiant being. Yeah. So tell us, Jazz, as we're leaving now, give us uh, how we get how we can follow you and give us all the details so that people listening can can tap in and join in to your uh, to to listen to you more often. Yes. So I'm on TikTok, Instagram. Facebook, and I have my own podcast on all podcasting platforms. This is how you can find me. First, I'll start with the podcast since we're on a podcast. Um, Mr. Chaz's Leadership Parenting and Teaching Podcast is the name of my podcast. Um, you can find me on TikTok as Mr. Chaz, Mr. Chaz. By the way, it's Mr. Chaz with two Zs. Um, so it's M-R-C-H-A-Z-Z. So on TikTok, it's one word. On Instagram, it's just Mr. Chaz. And on Facebook, it's Mr. Chaz, space, Mr. Chaz. Perfect. Thank you for joining us today. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. I don't know about you, but as a recovering perfectionist, Conscious Discipline's OOPS philosophy resonates deeply with me. Now, we have another great phrase to help us remember the importance of making mistakes as part of the learning process. Mr. Chaz's Improvenist approach encourages us to give ourselves permission to learn, grow, and be our truest, biggest, realist selves, knowing we are going to make mistakes and that those mistakes are a part of our personal process of evolution. 
When we give ourselves permission to oops and make mistakes and be our authentic selves, we encourage children to do the same through behavior modeling and through our direct interactions with them. This authenticity spills over into Mr. Chaz's life goal of helping the world see, guide, and trust children. Search him up on social media to learn more about his see, guide, trust philosophy. Thank you, Mr. Chaz, for sharing yourself with us and for making the educational world a bit brighter with your talents. So what have Dr. Bailey and Conscious Discipline been up to? Well, we're finishing up our summer event season and helping teachers prepare to welcome students back into the classroom. Our Elevate Social Emotional Learning Conference runs July 28th through 30th, helping educators start strong the first six weeks with hands-on sessions and model classrooms. Our next institute is right around the corner in Providence, Rhode Island, August 8th through 14th, and our Infant Toddler Institute will be September 26th to October 1st in Orlando, Florida. In other preparing for school news, our beloved Jaden, the germ-blasting superhero, flew into our warehouse a few weeks ago to help usher in the start of a school year where germ awareness will be at an all-time high. Jaden's book comically demonstrates ways germs are spread and how to keep ourselves and each other safe through hand washing, nose blowing, and covering your cough. Each superhero bundle includes a book, a sanitizer pack, tissues, plush Jaden bear, and a printable 2D version of Jaden you can print again and again and then laminate for easy sanitizing. Whether your educational community is masking or not this fall, Jaden is definitely a helpful tool for teaching kids good hygiene in homes, centers, and schools. I hope you've enjoyed our time together today. Until next time, I wish you well. For more episodes of Real Talk with Real Teachers by Dr. Becky Bailey, visit ConsciousDiscipline.com forward slash podcasts. You can also subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app.